centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. and welcome to another episode of Liberate the Podcast. Today we have a special guest, famous astrologer, David Palmer, uh, the Leo King, and you know, he's going to be joining us live next week um, at Liberate Hollywood, but this guy is amazing. I had the pleasure of meeting him about a month ago. He's a mutu- He has a mutual friend and um, with Rebecca over at Liberate Hollywood. He's this just remarkable person that's also a DJ and it's like everything that Liberate Hollywood stands for of spirituality and creativity this guy is that um, and so much more we're going to be learning a lot about him personally today which I'm excited for David welcome hey thanks for having me super excited to be here so you want to tell a little bit about yourself about um, about being the Leo King the Leo King app all of that stuff I just want to learn a little bit about you and then we're going to dive into some questions and see where we go well since I'm a Leo I'm going to try and not take up all the time right <laughs> and talk all the time but I a uh, quick note just about I guess the Leo King is long story short I've always been a big spiritual fan a big astrology fan and about 15 years ago, I really dove into astrology and then started a business over the last decade. And it's just blossomed into this multimedia astrology company that's now even branching off into other aspects more than just astrology. So, um, and it's all about bringing inspiration. Um, the, the tagline has always been illuminating the collective consciousness. And that's because I find as many tools and as many ways as I can spiritually to have people be more aware that we're all going through the same stuff, that the timing of the universe is going at the same times for everybody, that it's not just this like, oh, you're having a bad life and that person's having a good life. Like, sure, we can we can weigh life out in those ways, but I focus on a more deeper understanding that we're all in this together. We're all in a crazy matrix that we're all trying to figure out and trying to illuminate ways for people to understand that better. And astrology has been my main tool. Great. And you, you, you just recently launched another app too, right? Yeah. So the Leo King app for the last three years has been a daily video astrology horoscope app, the first in the world and the top in the world. So instead of doing written horoscopes, I came up with the idea of actually creating an app that would do daily video horoscopes for all 12 signs, a daily horoscope for the collective, uh, daily tarot pulls, daily um, I did a weekly intuitive report, daily notifications on your phone. So I was like with you through the day, sending you like push notifications. And I've been doing that for over three years, but I wanted to reach wider audiences in a bigger market and get other people on board. So future life launches Monday. It's actually already approved by Apple. Ah, and we go, nice. Yeah. So Monday you'll see the app out and it's 12 new personalities, uh, tarot, lifestyle, health, fitness. Um, we're also doing lifestyle. Uh, we're getting into like 
tank box of love chips, twin flame readers. Um, and so there's going to be 13 of us doing videos every day for you. YouTube has gotten littered with so many people trying to do this and it's been great, but you know, this is separating the people who've been actually doing it for a long time, who put more of the quality into the video production, into their message and, and have been vetted by me directly because I've been doing this for over five years every day and done 6,000 horoscope videos. Wow. So it's kind of like, you know, I know who's really doing it or who's desperate just trying to make a buck. There's a lot of fakes out there. There's a lot of people not truly aligned with that higher calling. So future life is all about that. It, that's wonderful. And it, it encompasses that tagline and that mission that you said in even a more uh, larger scale and way. I'm excited for that. You said Monday it launches? Yeah, Monday it launches. Finally, it's been a, over a year project. So it's been, you know, I've been waiting a long time for this. Oh, they take a while. I was uh, had a tech startup and the, going through that process and doing all that, you know. But once you get it going, you know. Yeah. So tell, tell us a little bit about, you know, so 15 years ago you started your journey in um, astrology and, you know, really the last 10 years making a career on it and diving in on a deeper level. What caused you to even start that spark of astrology, the universe, your spiritual journey, whatever you may call it? So my spiritual uh, awakening came from the dance music scene, the rave scene. I used to be deep into the rave scene and I was pretty, you know, I'll admit I was like this unconscious like rocker punk kid who used to laugh at people who listened to dance music in the late 90s, early 2000s. Uh, you know, like Blue Man Group to me was the idea of dance music. You know, I was kind of like, <laughs> okay, yeah, right. So, but when I finally started going to raves uh, and, and started to know this whole idea of love and plur, as they call it, and um, I, I, long story short, I, I basically started undoing a lot of the barriers between my heart, right? A lot mm. of the barriers between learning to love people that maybe aren't family or the girl that I'm sleeping with or whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? So it was kind of like, whoa, like you can actually embrace people and start to love them more. And, and it was through that, that music and it was through the dance culture and it was through the rave culture that I sprouted out and I started to see everything. And now I'd always been into astrology because in high school, all the chicks that I dated, especially the whole cheerleading team, because I was an athlete, right? So I would like go on AOL because I had AOL on 56K dial-up. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, I'm a Leo and she's a Pisces. Oh, that might not work, but okay. You know, and that's how I got into it. That all came back to me like a couple years later after high school in the rave scene. Like it was kind of like, whoa. And I would start asking people about their signs. And then I started doing tarot readings because um, I'd be up all night. And I'll be honest, you know, what we do at raves, I'll just say that. So I'd be up all night and then, you know, I'd go to the, I'd go, I'd go to like the, uh, the swap meets or the flea markets in the morning. And I met this tarot reader and she goes, you're supposed to be this amazing psychic and everything. And, and sold me a, 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 a deck of tarot cards. And from there it just Wow. Yeah. So. And you incorporate tarot in your in your daily horoscopes. Uh, I've uh, watched them and at the end you always pour, pull a card. Yeah, the the reason why I do is because I've always been a big believer that tarot is kind of like a a second it's like a, it, it like confirms things. Like to me tarot is the confirmer. To me astrology is a non-human based understanding like right? Like I can't control the planets moving, right? Yeah. Like 
There's no way. So I always look at like the math and the astrology as like the divine. And I do look at tarot as divine, but I feel like if I put tarot before astrology, it's almost like I kind of could sway my opinion of the card, right? Whereas like I always pull a card last because it's kind of like, oh yeah, this confirms it. Like, bam, this is like the stamp of approval. Like, so to me, tarot is like these little stamps that kind of go, yes, or, you know, or maybe look at it this way a little bit differently. I don't know. Okay, so you you get your first deck. You're persuaded by the psychic that really, you know, for all intensive purposes, probably put you helped uh, be that usher onto where you are at at today. And um, then, what got you into it more into astrology? Uh, well, then my life started falling apart. <laughs> okay, so, you know, like you know, sometimes things fall apart in order to fall together, right? I'm a firm correct. believer that the disasters are our biggest gift. Yeah, I feel like the awakening journey always starts with disaster, kind of like, oh, well, okay, I'm awake and now I'm realizing my unconscious self and where it was stuck in. Mm -hmm. Now I got to get out of this place. So for me, it was um, kind of dead end jobs in the boat and car industry selling used cars. Like I was a used car salesman and I know all the people out there who probably believe I'm a snake oil salesman because I'm an astrologer, go, oh, of course, used car salesman, astrologer, perfect combination. But it was like, um, I just, you know, those are just, it's draining, right? Not doing what your passion or your heart is. So I, long story short, I I started DJing because the the music scene was a big deal and I had been promoting and, you know, it's hard to be as a Leo sitting in the background watching these guys up on stage have all these awesome shows. Like, it's just like... So I finally went for it, became a DJ, and then, um, long story short, my life started coming together when I followed my creative journey, and then it was like, why don't I start having a voice of being an astrologer? Why don't I actually start, like, being a leader? Like, because always I've been the guy that's been very positive and helped people through struggles, when the, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a counselor, and so I started using astrology, and then I started really combining it. And then I actually started a show in 2008 and nine, um, called Astro, or it was called Astro Mingle where I combined astrology and house music and did house music (laughs) horoscopes. Right. So it was like, I tried to do really weird stuff. And then at the same time I got on some big reality shows on TV and tried to push astrology in the mainstream on reality shows on ABC and MTV. And they just laughed at me. Like they literally, the producers wrote me in as like a joke. Really? Um, Yeah. And so that was really harmful to my heart because it was like, I was on all those shows like talk soup, which is now called like the dish now, you know, they all kind of like those shows that were like all about making fun of people. Mm -hmm. I got put on all those shows, you know? And that was, that was like, that hurt my heart a lot because I was genuinely really trying to help people. And they made me look like I was a, you know, creepy, like weirdo, you know, when, you know, when the reality, I mean, when people actually dive into it and get it, there's so much truth. And it always, it always makes me laugh is that people dismiss spirituality or astrology or readings or hypnosis or anything like that. And it's like, you know, we live in a world that we're floating around on this giant earth that is orbiting the sun and we're held together by this, you know, invisible force, but yet people don't want to believe in the forces of the universe or other planets or anything like that. It's like just the fact that we even exist 
you know, that our DNA actually, if you unwind our DNA with every cell that we have, it will go around the earth 500 million times our own singular DNA. That's insane. 500 million times our DNA will circle our earth. And, you know, like, but yet people don't believe in the magic that exists or, you know, the mysticism just because they can't prove it on some kind of science, you know, whatever. Right. You know, it's yeah, that's extremely true. I mean, even like little things like the tides. Right. I mean, like this, we're in a eclipse cycle right now. And it's like the tides are actually lower. Like I talk what my I, I go see a therapist because you know doing spirituality and then living in the real world you need a real world therapist and you need your spiritual counsel so mm-hmm. I have both so I see my therapist and he's a sailor you know and like so he's like yeah it's crazy the tides are down lower than they've ever been like in and and, and, I, and I'm like the eclipse full moon <laughs> you know yeah. like, so tell me know. a little bit about eclipses you know um why are they important what what factors do they have? What influences do they have on people? Definitely on the planet, the tides and things like that. But yeah. So kind of in Hollywood, I'm sure you know, right? If you watch a TV show, they, they do this now to get more like people to watch is they do a mid-season finale and then they kind of cut off the season and then they do they bring it back, right? And then they do mm-hmm. the season finale. So every six months we go through eclipses, right? And what we have is these very rare um, areas, what we call nodes, or they're these, they're these, these nodes of the moon, which means that there's these areas up in the zodiac to where in, or on the ecliptic line. And if you don't know what the ecliptic line is, the ecliptic line is basically the line for which the sun travels, right? So I don't know if you know, if you ever look outside, you know, you can see the sun and pretty much know it's line and it changes based upon the, the seasons that we're in, right? Okay. Well, no matter what happens, there's always going to be a spot that's like a special spot in the sky, and it's invisible, but it's mathematically the perfect spot to where the sun and the moon, when they meet or oppose, there's going to be an eclipse, which means you're going to be able to see the moon cross the, the face of the sun, or you're going to be able to actually see the Earth's shadow hit the moon, right, and go red or, you know, orangey, or, you know, you get a yeah. tint to that color, and it darkens the moon. Well, these events are like finales or mid-season finales, right? So it's like, you know, climactic points into our life of major change. And to be honest with you, a lot of the ancients didn't look at them as very positive um, because they usually bring dramatic endings that, you know, we're kind of like already piling up. But, you know, we live in a society today to where we're kind of like, oh, no, push it down. Ingest yeah. that. Uh, no, just do this or watch some porn or do that. You know, whatever you yeah. got to do to like not deal with it. Right. So the eclipse is kind of like push it through no matter what. It's in my opinion, it's God's way of literally talking because. Like how you were bringing up how our DNA goes around 500 million times, right? It's kind of hard to see that. Whereas like an eclipse is like literally like, you know, the ancients people died by just like seeing them because it's like, imagine just walking as a normal, like a human being. And you're just like, you know, cutting your corn. And then the next thing you know, you look up and like the sun darkens. Wow. You'd freak out, right? Yeah. Like so, so long story short, or you'd freak out. It's a full moon and it goes dark. Like, yeah, like what happened? Are, <laughs> yeah, these are moments that literally 
cut off kind of like a cigar cutter sink especially like a solar eclipse when you see the moon cross the sun it like literally sinks a whole part of your story and your your life and it moves it into another slide of the movie it's slides finally changing now i'm a big believer that like slides change constantly right mm-hmm. it, but eclipses are like pulling the whole I don't know if you remember those old Kodak slide things, right? It's yeah. like pulling the whole wheel out and putting in a whole new wheel of slides. You know, it's kind of like that's how big the transformation is usually during eclipse points. Now, granted, some eclipses are going to be more stronger than others because based on your own individual chart, like it might not be that big of a dramatic. It might be a continuation of slides from the last wheel. But gotcha. sometimes when you get to that wheel, it might have a whole new set of slide home and with new relationships, with new jobs, with new people, with new emotions, with new mental problems, with new emotional issues. And sometimes those things are healed in that next round. So, you know, it, it gets, you got to prepare. Like I always tell people on eclipses, like be prepared for anything because you have no idea how that thing's going to look. Of course, as an astrologer, we can kind of know what it's going to look like, but you know, for people out there who don't follow it or aren't watching horoscopes or aren't really following yeah. this, you know, you, you should be prepared. Like anything can yeah. change. What Now, is there a difference between lunar eclipse and solar eclipses? Well, you know, lunar eclipse, especially it's the moon, right? So it's going to be more moon based. Um, And the moon deals with our past life issues. It deals with our emotional stuff, but it also deals with where we feel rooted in. And it's an opposition, right? So it's two sides of the story. So, you know, lunar eclipses are are choice points and they're peak points, right? So think of like... um, you know, like you got to think of a full moon as like the energy is peaked out, right? It's yeah. the moon at its biggest and the sun, and it's this huge tug of war in the sky, right? Pulling on itself. And so you have a major, horribly hard choice, an emotional choice of which direction you kind of want to take it or emotionally how you want to take this new set of slides. Kind of like, oh, am I going to be happy when I push the buttons forward or am I going to be mad this whole time? You know, it's kind of like a big choice there. And that's like a simple way to put it. Okay. Whereas a solar eclipse is much more of a, okay, like we're, we're coming to the same page and we're, we're going to have to just accept this new fact and we're going to have to accept this new place. And solar eclipses and lunar eclipses last until the next one. Sometimes they even last all the way up to years. Okay. Cause they are imprinted yeah. on us. They're almost like tattoos. Okay. And they're like, they last a while, you know, it's kind of, or being bruised is a better way to put it. Right. So like when we were bruised, it's, you know, it's it hurts. There. It's there. Right. And then it takes a while for the bruise to kind of go away and heal. Right. So you know, solar eclipses are definitely more sun-based, right? When the sun is much more about our awareness of things and when the moon and the sun come together, you know, it's like our emotions and our awareness and it's almost like everything starts clicking back together again and we go, okay, like this is what I should do. Now, people who kind of suppress the emotion, it's kind of like the moon card reversed on a lunar eclipse, have really dramatic solar eclipses because the sun is like, I'm not going to, okay, you pushed your emotions down, sorry, I'm going to push them out, you know? So yeah, I'm going to illuminate that. Now the sun's illuminating the moon, so guess what? All the emotions that weren't dealt with in the lunar eclipse, oh boy, if you were just in denial and didn't allow that tug of war to actually go down and you choose the side that you know you should. Oh my gosh. Solar eclipses actually to me sometimes are the funniest because I watch people lose it the most when that's a huge alignment moment. So it's almost like, it's almost like loading onto a boat. And instead of you loading onto the boat when everybody else did, you're being kind of like 
thrown onto it when it's leaving the dock. You know what I mean? Oh my God. You know, it's like, okay, all yeah. right, all right, I'm getting on the boat. You know, it's like, uh, it's, it's a little bit easier to kind of deal with it by listening to the emotions and not pushing them away. Mm. So does that mean, is there things that people can do to better prepare themselves uh, to allow the energies of eclipses to work for them in their life, to maybe be in control of what slide goes in that little Kodak picture thing? <laughs> You know, I think of course there is. I, I believe that the free will of this universe is in how we react to the life that's in front of us. And knowing when eclipses happen, they are divine timed moments by God that are where I'm a big believer in portals. And I believe that the veil is the most thin during these times. So the universe is trying to change your life in a direction that's going to lead you better we have to put our egos out of the way. So, you know, I think that eclipse times are where we have to like really let our egos go. Okay. Maybe I was off track. Yeah. Maybe this is trying to get me back on track in my life because literally what do we use the term for a lunar or solar eclipse alignment, right? They are Mm. aligned. And so it's like a chiropractic, uh, Alignment where, wow, okay, well, you were way off there. Clack, 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 clack. You know, it's like, oh, jeez, yeah, I was. So instead of saying, no, 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 don't touch it. I don't, I, you know, I'm too afraid to deal with it. Or no, 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 it's like, just like relax and let me just do it. Click, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, accepting it and our free will of how we accept it or how we experience the reality now how it's changed, you know? Yeah. And I think the acceptance is a huge aspect as it sounds like you agree because it's all about a dance in life, right? You know, so if we can go with the flow a little bit and be like, okay, this is the new, these are the new slides. Let's enjoy them. Let's experience them. Let's make the most out of them versus a huge resistance that says, no, I want an attachment to my old slides, you know, my old life, you know, like so many people cling on to what they think they want instead of perceiving or living what is currently going on. It's so true. And I mean, I'm personally going through so much during these eclipses. It's like, man, I'm at complete surrender point and going, this is, I guess, what the alignment was supposed to be. Right. So it's like, you know, and all my craziest moments in my life have always been eclipse points. Um, You know, interesting. And I'm just going to bring kind of to bring this to what we're going through now in the world. So like the president, Donald Trump, was born exact moment of a lunar eclipse. Okay, the exact moment. So when you get like a, yeah, exact moment, like literally the exact alignment, okay? We're talking the moon was fully dark, okay? Full moon, right? So his soul is extreme, right? So it's like, you know, it's like, of course people are going to react to his personality, no matter what side of the fence you are politically, because of the fact that he's a lunar eclipse baby. So like, you know, like even souls that come through during these times are dramatic if that makes sense yeah that makes total sense so you know it would you mind sharing uh some of in the past some experiences that you went through on either a lunar or solar eclipse in your spiritual journey both have always been breakups for me you know um relationship wise you know, because I feel like, um, you know, alignment of our individual self and especially if we're in partnership, it's like 
okay, and especially if Venus is involved, which both that were having Venus aspects involved or Venus was in part of it because Venus does rule relationships, always, you know, aligning those in the right way. And a lot of people today are very afraid to deal with the relationship truths, you know, and their authentic self. And that's really what, you know, I, I think a lot is coming up with my personal experiences. Um, also, it's changed me from broke to rich. Like, okay, like literally, like finally the the whole, my whole career is kicking off in the right direction. Or it's been, um, oh my gosh, like I am, everything's falling out of my life now. Like goodbye, like it's it needed to, and you know, it's clearing it out. So they're very um, kind of extreme, like, you know, whoa moments um, for me personally. And they've always been moments that, um, you know, finally are, are the good, the moment where it's like, okay, finally made it to the spot and now we're doing this, you know? And, and it's, it's, it's that moment we wait for sometimes for a long time, or sometimes it's that moment that we were just not wanting to finally happen that finally happens. Wow. But either way, it's going to, it's going to switch you, flip you and mm -hmm. alter you. Besides eclipses, what would be another, um, aspect, whether a certain planet or nodes or whatnot that you think are very important in depicting, uh, the astrological forecast for people? Well, that would, that would be more of a personal thing. Cause, um, I would say that all of astrology and all the aspects and all the things have their own thing and how they all connect. The, the one thing about astrology, which, which is a lot kind of like how you were talking about the 500 million cycles of our DNA, it's kind of, it, you know, you don't get the same astrological alignment ever in our life, right? Yeah. Like it's so every day is unique. Every minute is unique. Every second is unique. So, but the ones that are always the most important are the eclipses in my opinion. Second place would be, and this is more for general, not individual, right? Yeah. So this is for like the world. Um, I would say Mars and Venus retrogrades. And we're actually going to have both of those in the same year, which is very rare. Mars goes retrograde every two years where Venus goes retrograde every 18 months. So usually it's like this. It's like, you know, 2016 Mars retrograde, 2015 Venus retrograde, 2014 Mars retrograde, 2013 Venus retrograde. Like, and and we'll, we're right there. Like you'll, you'll see like they're, they're usually kind of split in the years. Mm -hmm. And this is a year where they're happening like close to each other. Okay. Like within months of each other. Okay? And what do those so, stand for? Because I mean, I think a lot of people have heard of Mercury retrogrades, which happen like every few months and communication problems, that kind of stuff. But I, I personally don't know much about the Venus or the Mars retrograde and what they control or occupy. Sure, yeah, sure. So um, with Mars, it's going to deal with everybody inside is a masculine part and everybody inside is a feminine part. So Mars is our masculine side and Venus is our feminine side. Mars is our ego and our identity, whereas Venus is how we connect to others and how we appreciate ourselves, but also it deals with relationships. Mm -hmm. So um, when Mars goes retrograde, it's, it's, it's literally a redefining of your life. Like it literally changes everything from what your hair color is going to be. Um, you know, it's a, your identity, right? It's kind of like Mr. Potato Head going into a, like a five-year-old's room and going, coming out, you know, a whole different way. Okay. So that's how I look at Mars retrogrades. It's like, okay, I'm going in little kid's room. I have no idea what he's going to do to my face and everything and my identity and how I'm going to be and how I'm going to come across. Okay. Like, you know, cause it's weird when you look at people or celebrities, 
ladies that you've known for a long time, you're like, wow, what did they do to themselves? Or how they come in across a little bit differently now, you know? Yeah. Nobody stays the same, right? Nobody stays like very constant. Of course, I could say in astrology, there are like fixed signs that do. But so anyway, Mars retrogrades are moments where you're changing your understanding of yourself, who you are, what your goals are, what your achievements are, because Mars is very like, you know, masculine. This is my achievement. This is what I want. This is my need. Yeah. Where Venus is much more of like, my values are changing. I don't know if I really feel like I value that anymore. Or, you know, this relationship needs changes. So I'm going to change it now. Or maybe I need new people or karmic people to come in. Because retrogrades are very like portalistic karmic events directed in that energy zone that sign that it retrogrades and the planet that it is, right? So Venus retrogrades are going to deal with very karmic relationship times and aspects of in and out. And Mars retrogrades are going to deal with very karmic aspects of goals, your identities, you, you know, your definition of yourself that are changing as well. So, you know, it, it, and also your masculine side changing. Like there's moments in life where we're, we're going to be more masculine and there's moments in life where we're going to be more feminine, right? Yeah. So like when I was doing the beginning of my astrology uh business and videos, I was going through a very feminine cycle. So people actually thought I was gay for a long time. You know, I went through, I was dressing very feminine. I was acting very feminine, but it's like, I'm in a very masculine cycle in my life now. So now, you know, it's like I'm racing jet skis and I'm like, coming across real intense and, you know, I got mohawk right now, you know, it's like, so, you know, it's like, um, we, we go through a masculine and feminine, um, switches and those are the switches. Those are the literally like look at all the planets mm -hmm. and think of the retrogrades like God going like this with a lever. OK, like, OK, like, OK, let's turn this off and rethink it and re come back on with it. You know, so um, right now it's rare because we have all the planets moving forward or what we call direct. This is something that is very rare. And we've been actually having for over now. It's been a month and a half wow. and it's going to continue for another month. And then for the rest of the year, it won't be like that. So right now, God has all the levers forward. So mm. everything right now, right now is going like, you know, <laughs> full speed ahead. Yeah. So, Whether you like it or not, hold on tight. Like it, and with the eclipses on top of it, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> wow. And and you said that we might have, or were you? I cut you off before, but we're going to have both a Venus and a Mars retrograde this year, or we had it. No, yeah, we're having a Mars retrograde starting in June, and then it finishes up in the end of summer, and then Venus retrograde uh, in the fall, uh, in the late October, early November, and, and, and through that period. And it's actually going to come retrograde in your sign of uh, Libra. Nice. It'll start in Scorpio, but so, come back so, in Libra. So, so this is going to be a very intense relationship aspect this year. Um, gnarly. Especially people, I think what people have, they don't, you know, nobody wants, to, I'll be, I'm the guy who says the stuff that people don't want to like admit. Okay. But you gotta everybody, say the truth. You gotta, okay. you know, everybody inside knows that the relationships they're all in, whether they're business or love or anything, there's just still something that isn't on fully. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's because for the, ever since 2009, Saturn entered into the sign of Libra and we've been going through Libra, Scorpio transits, like in the most intense with Mars, Saturn and Venus retrogrades, which is the last piece of the pie. And uh, th this is like finally going to bring us back to 
where relationships feel like relationships again. So the ones that we're in now and everything, even though like we're trying to tell ourselves, yeah, oh uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did a video about this like three year, two year, two years ago. That 20, the end of 2018 would be the year that finally love and relationships could finally like find that normal. Wow. Yeah. I have no questions, you know? And, and if something does happen, that's a tragedy, but like everything kind of is kind of like, yeah, no, I, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. nobody wants to admit it. Everybody's playing like coy, like, Oh yeah, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Mine's perfect. Right. Like there's been something over the last decade that has been too weird in that space. And it's because we've been dealing with Mars and Saturn, which in astrology are the malefics, which means they're not fun, they're very hard, and Venus, that needs to all go retrograde in these zones. Wow. At the same time that Mars and Saturn were through these zones. So you won't hear that anywhere else, I guarantee you it. You won't hear that anywhere else. But, but that's something uh, to look forward to it. in 2018, every, people can start yeah. experiencing real love. <laughs> Exactly. And, you know, at that, and, and you're going to notice, like, the more that you free yourself to your true self this year, you're going to finally, at the end of this year, finally attract who really is your authentic self mm. back. Right. And that's been the problem is like we're 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 experiencing relationships as like mirrors of parts that we think are authentic of ourself, but is, are actually reflecting the parts of ourself that doesn't make us feel as authentic as we really want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the hard truth that we're all going through right now. And it's it's not fun. Um, and, and that's why the nodes, which are where the eclipses are, happen to be in Leo and Aquarius, which deal with our authentic self or where we're doing it because we're worried about what other people think or we're doing it because they were a friend and we don't want to hurt them as a friend, even though we love them. But yeah. we want to we don't want to hurt them because maybe we'll just be a friend with a lover aspect attached to it, you know, but our true heart isn't really all there. Right. Yeah. Oh man, that's some deep stuff. I like it. Getting real. Nobody wants to hear that, but that's just where it really is, you know? Well, I I think, you know, nobody really wants to hear it, but everybody wants to hear it because then they know that there's something other going on and that they're not alone, that they're not really connecting as where they're at, you know? So thank you. You're illuminating the consciousness. Couples right now that have been married for 30, 40 years going through divorces, too, right now. Wow. And, and would would that you say that some During some of the, like like you're ready like you're ready like getting social security checks you know what I mean and you're like oh no I'm gonna like this is the last yard of the you know I gotta go this is what I gotta do you know this is my true self yeah you know it's like, whoa you know it's like wow this is a, it's quite a show you know and of course because it's coming at the end of the year and you know there'll be uh it, it's just it's just gonna be a wild ride twenty yeah. eight. The wild ride. It gets even wilder in 2019. But the reason why, and I just want to like finish with this, is because 2019, 2020, and the 2020s themselves are literally hyperdimensional portals that are so extreme. Why do you think God's doing this to us all right now to make sure that we have the right partners to go through that multidimensional, crazy hyperdeck experience? Like, 
Will yeah. want to be in that kind of hyper-dimensional, crazy, overwhelming 2020s experience of 2019 with some of the transits we haven't seen for over 800 years that are extreme, that literally caused like, you know, the Renaissance and also caused the Black Death and all these crazy kind of like things all kind of culminating all at the same time. Like, do you really think like you can be sitting next to somebody where you're kind of like, well, we kind of, yeah, they're kind of, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so a lot to look forward to as far as intensity that's for sure um now let's uh switch gears a little bit and i would i want to hear a little bit more about you still being a dj and incorporating that because you know the event that we're having uh next week on the 15th at liberate hollywood you're not only going to illuminate the consciousness with your astrology but afterwards everybody's going to get down and have a dance party and get a listen to you know where this all started for you which was dj or going to the clubs listening to music but now you're djing so i want to hear more yeah, about so, that well um there's a great old uh, guy named bt he he was a he's a producer he's still a dj now but he he did a video back in the late 90s where he did a lot of research on tribal aspects and how in the old tribes they would light a fire and on these new and full moons they would dance and they would go around the fire and they'd bang the drums. And he actually put on like these electromagnetic brain emitters that are like readers that would read the brain activity that happened when you dance and when you, especially in ceremonial way, and you would reach your highest vibrational frequencies, right? And because the Hindus also believe that, you know, the head or the crown chakra, that we're receiving energy from the universe downwards into our head. That's why our head is up high. So it's like during these moments of the new and the full moons and especially eclipses, you want to be at your highest vibration possible to take in the energy, mm. okay? And dance and connecting to music and connecting with others at the same time brings us and uplifts us there. So if you can be in that state already, then combine it with like the whole kind of, you know, because a lot of like people do new and full moon ceremonies, but they're kind of lame. I'll be honest. Like they're a little bit, you know, like they're a little bit like where people kind of mm -hmm. feel like they're in a classroom more yep. than a fun recess experience that it should feel like. So it's like, I start with the serious stuff first, but we end with the dance, get to that vibration. And I pick the tracks based upon the energy of what the cosmos are doing. I pull cards and do a card reading and go, oh, this is where the universe is telling us what the energy is. And I literally have no idea where the mix is going to go. And I channel from spirit that Aww. horoscope and we all literally dance together. We come into that vibration and during full and new moons, you know, it's about really connecting with your higher self, but more importantly, your physical body, all the five senses and envisioning your future, envisioning what you want to manifest. A lot of this is kind of the secret, right? But the, the thing that the secret doesn't tell you is that there's a lot of things you need to do in your visualization practices. And a lot of it is incorporating dance, high vibrations, connecting with other individuals at the same time in the same state and everybody in a positive atmosphere. And imagine the wave of energy together that sends off to the universe. Guess what? That's getting that package is getting quicker to God than you sending it through the normal post of just being like, yeah, OK, yeah, here's my rock. OK, thank you. 
Yeah. I mean, everything's all about vibration. Everything's all about frequency. I mean, if you're not vibrating at the right level, how can you attract the right thing, you know? It's true. And yeah, so it's all about sending, you know, I hope that we get the whole world to do it at the same time. Imagine that message to God and what it would do right back. Bam. It would just be like over. All right. Thank you. We fixed these, all these issues. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we kind of have to do it grassroots style and, and, and all right, who, who's down, who's yeah. down to, uh, be able to walk away from their television or walk away from whatever is so important in their lives to just take an hour or two during a full and a new moon and just live in their highest vibration and have a great time. Like, I don't know. I mean, what happened? To the world. Imagine know? that. Let's set a goal that within a couple of years on one of these eclipses, we're going to get the majority of people around the world dancing at the same time. I, I agree. It's one of my main goals. I've been pushing this for a decade now, pushing this and this show. And I, and I literally am on air every two weeks pushing it on Facebook Live. And I've been doing it, you know. And then I what I do is after the show, I take the actual music and I... I edit it and I actually master it in 432 hertz frequency because the 432 hertz is already a higher vibration. The music that is being sent on your radio and everywhere else is not at a frequency that is actually – it's actually disrupting people. And Mm -hmm. especially a lot of the music today, like I'm not going to dog music, but like a lot of the mainstream music today, the lyrics all the way to, you know, the vibrations of the music are actually distracting to the actual core of our true, authentic, loving heart selves. I mean, they're singing about like, you know, screwing your ex like while you're married, while being on Tinder and drinking something and And taking a Molly and and buying a hooker and then getting in your Ferrari and crashing it. Like, it's like, okay, this is really good for me. This is exactly what I want in my body and my soul right now. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, like we're at this place to where I put the frequency range to bring you to a high level when you listen to it. And all the music is all about a a vibration of of high energy to bring you to a higher state. And you know what? We can all enter that higher state if we just take a look at the more simple things that are right in front of us. And unfortunately, right now, it's the media and the way that it is. And it's the music and and the way that it is, too. It's it's like right in front of our faces. It's like the ultimate, uh, you know, control of our hypnotic natural psychic selves most people are using their psychic energy to be hypnotized yeah so and and not in a good way because i mean there's a good version of hypnosis but then that's in the bad way a couple things to touch on is how what you're saying actually has been proven over and over again within science like they've measured like the uh frequency the electromagnetic hertz of the earth when we've had like a natural disaster or something like that happen like 9-11 or things like that where the collective consciousness actually mourns at a lower level and it actually lowers Mm. that vibration so what we're talking about is doing the exact opposite and having it be a higher vibration so you know um yeah, I, re- I really want to help you get to that goal and see h- how many people we can get across the world, you know, dancing. I know. So, I already have dreams of it. and I know it's coming in the 2020, 20s, and I know it's out in the middle of the desert, and people are all going to just go. They're all just going to flock. They're going to fly from everywhere, and it's going to be multiple different artists and multiple different people. And it's going to be going to be kind of like Burning Man, I'll be honest, but like like on a futuristic level. 
and it's literally going to have like old Egyptian, like um, the way that they would set up different spheres, like to signal and send energy and magnets to set up. Like I already see it. Like I've already seen it in the 2020s. Like we're all going to like enter portals and create portals, like, and visually see portals. Like I already see how to make it happen and it's going to be that way. We're not there yet, of course, <laughs> but um, oh, we're getting there. I already know the vision. I see it. And uh, you know, it's coming, you know? Um, and it's not like, Oh, I'm going to create this myself. Like this is something that I think will, ne- it's going to be a bunch of people, no individual person's only message, right? It's going to be everybody's together and how they all have their piece to put into this. You know, I'm a big believer in that. So love it. And so on that note, let's talk a little bit more um, just uh, to close out that people get to experience everything that you're just talking about with the DJ set next Thursday, uh, the uh, uh, 15th, 15th um, at Liberate Hollywood. We'll have the details and the link in there. Um, it's a solar eclipse talk ceremony, dance party. It's and they're going to meet you. There's some VIP tickets. People can live stream so they can get the groove on in their home if they want, whatever uh, they like. And um, where can they find you, uh, your website? I know there, there's the app, the Leo King, your new app. What is that one called again? Uh, Future Life, the Future new app called the, Future I'm, Life. Yeah, they can go right now to futurelife.tv already um, okay. if they have a website or the new app comes out on Monday. But I was going to say they can find me at Liberate Hollywood on Thursday uh, yeah, yeah. live or the live stream. Um, and what I'm going to be doing at this event is is using the understanding of what this solar eclipse is about and how it's going to be the trajectory of our next six months. But this new slide is going to be dealing with Aquarian principles, which are relationships, people, and Leo, which is our heart, and whether or not we're in alignment, right, with our people, our connections, ourselves. Is this really where we want to go in our lives? And so we're going to get really deep into understanding what this, and, and, you know, unfortunately, and fortunately, uh, Aquarius deals with unpredictability at the highest and good level and at the lowest and negative level. So it's kind of like, you know, anything could happen. This eclipse is like literally a little bit like Frankenstein, like, yeah, you know, is he going to come alive or not? You know, it's a very wild and unpredictable one. And so I'm going to talk about how to handle these unpredictable things that are going to be coming and these really weird dimensions and worlds that out of nowhere we're flipping into and how to prepare and, and, and handle it. Because you are going to be thrown into a different way than you expected you thought your life was going to go for the rest of this year. And this is that eclipse that's going to do that. So I'm going to help people be okay with like feeling like if they wake up and they're in an alien spaceship, what to do. <laughs> Amazing. I'm excited. I know that it's going to be definitely a evening of unforgettable experiences and transformation. Thank you so much for joining us today and can't wait to see you next week. Yeah, can't wait to be there. Can't wait to be in that energy and I'll, I'll see you there. All right. Bye. Bye.